All right, ladies and gentlemen, it is the 10th edition of the UNW Flock Talk podcast. Once again, over Zoom, it's myself, Wyatt Morell, my co-host, Tyler Crabb, as we are on the home stretch in a way here. We're in the middle of April now, about one more month of content to be created for you guys and talk about here regarding Northwestern Eagles athletics. And today's topic is going to be tennis. We're going to kind of give you a rundown on their short season that was both men's and women's tennis. Uh, We got an announcement to make towards the end of the podcast as well, so we'll save that for the end. But we thank you if you are listening. Always released every Saturday at noon as normal. Ty, how are we doing on this fine day? Doing pretty well. Doing pretty well. Uh, Just trying to keep busy, you know. Uh, It's a little bit more difficult these days when there's just not much going on, but trying to do – what we can to try to keep the mind occupied yeah it's certainly a challenge but like you said doing what we can and finding ways to get creative with our time and uh it's definitely a one day at a time still and pretty soon it's going to be over so hopefully we make the most of it hopefully everybody else that is out there dealing with the same issues we are is making the most of it and we'll just continue to take this one day at a time and Hope for the best here as we wind down the rest of the semester and then go into the summer even with this whole quarantine issue and whatnot. Hopefully everybody's staying safe and we can get back to normal Mm -hmm. soon. Yeah, for sure. So pretty much I covered the women's team throughout tennis season. You covered the men's team. So I figured what we do, Ty, is just kind of each one of us could take the one we covered the most and kind of give a rundown on what the season was. So. If you're fine with that, I'll I'll defer to you and let you start us off if you want. We can talk about the men's team first, and then we'll talk about the women's team after. Yeah, so the men's team had a pretty good year. Uh, finished 6-4. and four. I'm sure that they had uh, higher aspirations than that. Uh, you know, they lost the first two matches of the season, uh, then went on to win five matches straight, uh, beating Buena Vista, North Central, Dubuque, uh, DeSales University, and Franciscan. I think is how you say it, Franciscan University. Um, but overall, they did very well um, this season. They, for spring break, finished the trip three and two. Um, did pretty well down there in Florida. Um, had a pretty good start to the season in Minnesota. We're going to come back and get ready for conference play and uh, a couple other non-conference matchups, and I'm sure that they felt pretty good about that. Um, but just trying to look through some of this stuff and I pulled up the wrong page by accident here. So I got to gotta go find the, the right page. <laughs> it does. It does. You know, you can try uh, sometimes and sometimes you just, you miss it, uh, miss the mark here. But um, yeah, for the Eagles uh, this year, you know, in duo play, they played, um, really well here and trying to find the team numbers here but um yeah doubles matches um they won I think they won all but one of the game one of the games that they were one of the matches that they won I think that they uh I take that back they won every doubles round at least two to one um in every win that they had this year so doubles play was a huge success for the Eagles um obviously singles play went well for them too um in order to finish with that winning record 
Uh, trying to look through some here. Adam Rears, uh six and two overall uh, on the season in singles play, and then six and two in uh, duos, I believe, is how that uh, is scored there. Um, but good start or good season for him. Uh, Tyrus Studer, six and six and four on the season, so another winning record there uh, for the Eagles, as well as Isaac uh, Velgersdyke. He went three and two. Um, so the singles play went very well. Oh, I take that back on the doubles play. That was not how it uh, was. I didn't realize that there was a separate uh, statistic categories for that. But uh, oh, yeah. Jack Gerkink and Tyrus Studer, uh, six and four overall. And then Adam Rears and Isaac Velgersdijk, um, seven and two on the season. So they they had a very dominant uh, doubles season, uh, winning seven out of the nine matches that they put in. Um, so congratulations to those guys. That's outstanding uh, part of the season. And unfortunately, you don't get to finish that um, this year. But uh, the men's tennis team did very well this year. And uh, I'm sure that they're looking forward uh, to next season because I don't think that they lose anyone. I don't yeah, think that was, they had no seniors. That was going to be my next question, if they had any seniors. And you know yeah. they don't. Yeah, they, I'm looking at it right now. They have uh, one junior. That is, wow. They're, they're a very young squad. Uh, Davis Pfaff is their one uh, senior. I think that's how you say it, okay. um, if I messed it up. Sorry about that, but uh, <laughs> that's what it looks like anyways. Uh, but he's a junior. Everybody else is either sophomores or freshmen uh, on wow. this roster. So, I mean, uh, they have a bright future. Um, you know, like I mentioned, a very successful season, six and four off the bat. And I'm sure that um, good things were coming their way as they got in a conference play. They have a young team uh, that they can continue to build upon. And I'm excited to see what they have in the future because it looks very bright for them. Yeah, absolutely. You know, you mentioned it, it was a good season, even though it was a short one, and they have a lot to look forward to. I don't remember off the top of my head, and I'm not sure if you do either. Were they second in the preseason poll, I want to say, this year? I mean, they typically are right behind Scholastica. I don't know if that was the case this year or not. Well, we'll find out real quick. Okay. Um, we're going to look it up. Because you got me curious. Well, while you look that up, I can uh, make another mention that the UNW Flock Talk podcast is with the Rally Network once again for podcasting. That is officially launched this week. So go over to rallynetwork.net to check that out. And uh, if you're interested in our sponsor, Ashley Luane Kay, she is on YouTube. If you're seeking for higher education and guidance or an insight of life as a nurse, you can check her page out on YouTube and subscribe to her educational content. So yeah, we encourage you to head over there and check that out we're excited to be a part of that and uh certainly a good step for us absolutely uh northwestern was second in the pool right behind scholastica but they were only like six points off okay um in the pool so it was a pretty tight race um and then you know i'm sure that they were feeling pretty good about where they were at on the season northwestern was uh because scholastica was four and seven yeah when the season ended um, Northwestern was in first place. Uh, Minnesota Morris was in second place at one and one, if you can believe that. Two matches. <laughs> and they're sitting yeah, at look, one and one in there in second place. Yes, Glasgow was in third at four and seven. Bethany Luther was in fourth, having not played a match. 
it, it's really hard to gauge it because you don't know who these teams are playing up against as far as skill-wise, exactly. but that would be the UMAC for you to have those kind of records and be in that position early in the season. Yeah. So it's kind of funny. Um, it is. But, no, that, that should be really fun to look forward to next year for the tennis team. A lot to build off of, and it's too bad we couldn't cover them more. We were looking forward to it. Uh, you know, I know personally for baseball, we were supposed to be heading down to Duluth tomorrow to place Glasgow, so I'm sure tennis was supposed to be playing tomorrow, and it's just a shame that none of these spring teams are going to get a chance to do it. Yeah, I would have I would have looked forward to that trip to Duluth. But we made that trip up there for basketball, and that was – that was a nice drive. Oh yeah. Uh, it wasn't, it wasn't too long and the scenery was beautiful. So that would have been uh, a really, that would have been a really fun uh, trip to make. And I'm sure that uh, tennis is been on those same effects that we are um, because I believe, uh, let's see, we're at the 10th. It's so hard to believe that we're at the 10th of February already. Yeah. <laughs> or, um, April. Excuse April. Me. Yeah. Oh, blanked on my month. <laughs> I yeah, wish it was the 10th of February. 10th of April, they would have <laughs> true, but they are uh, they would have been getting ready for North Central and Crown uh, coming off of the match against Minnesota Morris up at Morris. Um, they would play Classica next week, um, next Saturday at uh, at home. So they would have been a week away from that game, but. Um, like you said, I'm sure that it's just super disappointing that their season didn't get finished um, because it looked like things were going to go well for them this year. And unfortunately, yeah. they just don't get to see that play out. Yeah, it is unfortunate. And uh, we wish them the best of luck next year in the spring as they will move forward with a, a good chance to do some damage. On the women's side of things here is we'll we'll head over to them now. After losing their first mm-hmm. two to start the year, they were able to go uh, four and two the rest of the way. So they finished four and four right at 500. Uh, highlight would have been the conference win over North Central nine to zero, which was their 10th straight nine zero victory over the Rams. So they definitely had some highs and lows to this season. They were two and two in Florida as they picked up wins on that trip over Francescan. Is that how you said that one? I believe so. Okay. I, I think I said Franciscan. I don't really know. It's probably it's, close enough, right? <laughs> I was going to say, it's something like that. It's like, it looks like, the way I looked at it was like, it's kind of like uh, Francisco, like mm-hmm. North, like San Francisco. So like, that was kind of how I looked at it, but I don't really know how they pronounce it because sometimes they trick you with those. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, they got the win over them. We'll leave it at that. And hopefully we don't have to say <laughs> that name again, uh, the rest of this yep. episode. And then they also beat St. Ambrose university on that Florida trip as well. So four and four overall. And really the first thing that stood out to me, not only when I was writing the articles for this team, but uh, looking at the stats here for this episode was Ashlyn Hughes was seven and O on the season, oh, wow. uh, winning every single, a singles match that she was put into, including that conference one. She never lost. Uh, I, I don't know if she was a conference player of the week at any point, but then even at the doubles uh, level for her, or she didn't play doubles, excuse me. So 7-0 and overall at the singles level. Um, that's pretty impressive for the sophomore. Very, very impressive mm-hmm. to see somebody that young uh, play that well. So I think Coach Swigert's very excited to see that moving forward and see her development. Um, this oh, yeah. team as a whole is a very young team as well. Just like like the men's team, you said, Ty. They don't have any seniors. Mm-hmm. 
there are zero seniors on this roster. Uh, they will return two juniors in Jessica Gross and Shauna Spears next year that will take into that senior role and be the leaders. I don't know what they have coming in, but the future is extremely bright for this team as well. So uh, you got to like what you're seeing with the Northwestern Eagles tennis team. They were picked second in the preseason poll. So I know they, they wish they could have gave Scholastica a run for their money Mm -hmm. and they typically do pretty well. So not a bad matches considering, but you know, they're in a good spot Mm -hmm. for next year. Yeah. And I looked it up and, uh, Based on their standings, they were uh, in first place um, in the conference uh, because they had that one conference win. Um, but Glasgow was one in nine thus far on the season. Um, so Northwestern, it looked like the, it looks like based off of the overall record, Morris was going to be the team that they were going to compete with this year. Now, obviously, things could have changed as conference play got started, and uh, you never know who they who they were playing. Like Wyatt mentioned with the men's side. Um, but if you're Northwestern, you had to feel good about where you were sitting, um, at the time you were sitting at 400, which, um, overall wise was the second best record in the conference. You had the only conference win, um, of any of the teams, you were picked second by five points, um, and received two first place votes. Um, so like you mentioned, you have to feel pretty good about where you're sitting with those, um, underclassmen and the fact that you don't have to um, worry about losing anybody or uh, you don't really have that uh, fear or you don't have that regret of not getting to play that final season. You get uh, another go round at it, hopefully next year, assuming that we don't have another global shutdown the way we did yeah. this year. Um, but, you know, uh, just like you mentioned, they were sitting really well and, uh, I think it'll carry over to next year and it'll be exciting to see what these two teams can do. Yeah, I definitely think it'll carry over as well. And uh, I would have to imagine a year from now, it's not going to be an issue and they're going to let the teams play. You would only hope so. But like you said, it's nice to not have any seniors, not have to have any regret about not being able to play that last year. So uh, Mm -hmm. there's a lot to look forward to for the women's tennis team moving forward. Congrats to them on the season that was. And, uh, you know, we'll probably get some articles released here in the coming weeks just to cap off the season for all these spring sports just one last time since we we kind of covered the spring break aspect of it for everybody, but we never really gave these teams a send off with an article. So we'll probably um, go mm-hmm. ahead and do that specifically for those teams. So you can look for that on our website, unwflocktalk.com. Um with that, I mean, we don't have to keep it too long on, you know, certain sports, but I think it's time to go to that announcement, Ty. Uh, we've, yeah. been, we've been talking about this uh, today, yesterday, as we move forward, and we've got some input from some other people, and we're excited to announce that we're going to produce a bracket of the Northwestern Eagles' best sports moments of the past decade. So that's kind of exciting. Yeah, um, I think it's kind of fun. Um, if you've been like if you've been looking for things to do, I know that my brother in particular has been looking up all sorts of brackets and like you know what's the best fast food restaurant or things like that. And I know that there's a new station here in Iowa that's running the best moment in Iowa sports history or whatnot, and just like uh, they're they're really fun. And I know that we have some really great moments uh, by one that one moment that sticks out in my mind was the four overtime game against Saints class four years ago. 
um, for the conference title. Um, I was that was my freshman year, one of the most fun games I've been at at Northwestern. Um, I'm sure you have a little bit more experience than I do, as you've had a couple brothers go through the program as well. Um, there's winning the conference title for football. Um, one of the crazier stories, I don't remember, I think this is going to be over a decade, but I know that uh, there was the two football games in one day where Northwestern won two <laughs> football games uh, in the same day. I think that was over a decade ago, but uh, there's been some really good moments in Northwestern sports history, and it should be pretty fun to go through and get people's input on that because we're going to let the fans vote. Um, on that, we're going to post a poll on Twitter. Um, and if we can maybe get a poll on Facebook, we can maybe do that too. Um, I'll have to look into that. But uh, for sure on Twitter, and you guys can put your input in there. Yeah. Uh, like you said, we will we'll be posting stuff on Twitter for sure. We'll also send out uh, a message today, hopefully, or tomorrow saying, uh, we take suggestions too. I mean, we'll, we'll have ideas as to what mm -hmm. moments we want in that bracket, but anybody that has suggestions, you can let us know whether you're listening to this podcast, you can find our info on our website, unwflocktalk.com. You can message us on Twitter, unwflocktalk or Facebook, unwflocktalk, and we will take your suggestions. What, what we'll do is we'll just seed the brackets and then we're not, we're not going to vote. We're going to let the fans vote and decide what it's going to be. But um, I have a pretty good idea of what the biggest ones are going to be. We'll see if the rest of Northwestern uh, thinks so as well. Yeah, we might have to get Dr. Hill, um, get Dr. Hill's input even, because I'm sure he's got uh, some pretty interesting moments that we may not even uh, think about, you know, Oh yeah. Um, from the last decade. And uh, we've talked about maybe trying to get some people – to come talk about some of these games with us. So if you guys got suggestions on that too, like um, if you got input for us, we, we'd love to hear it. Yeah, we'll take guests on as well, like you said. And if uh, mm -hmm. people want to vouch for something, that'd be kind of cool. Get some people on and mm -hmm. we can talk about it. But that's what we'll do as we move forward with the podcast. We'll have something else to look forward to as we vote and whatnot and see what comes out on top. I think we'll have the last five years or so covered pretty well, but then it's the 2010 to 2015 where we might have to do a little bit of research and some digging yeah. to find some memories and moments. But I think we'll be in pretty good shape for the most yeah. part. Yeah, that's the one beautiful thing about Zoom is uh, we do love the studio that the remnant provided for us, but there's only a handful of microphones and on Zoom we can get uh, just about as many people as we want in oh, here. Yeah. And uh, we, could, we could have some fun with it. So if you guys uh, have a moment you want to vouch for, let us know. We'll, we'll try to find the time and we'll try to make it work and have some fun with that. Uh, we we love having guests on. Uh, we best do it. Our athlete of the week. I'm sure Wyatt can attest to that too. It it was fun getting to know some of the athletes better and just having a good time with that. Uh, unfortunately, that's been made a little bit harder since there's not really actual athletics going on. Um, but we we enjoyed having people on, and we would love to get people on again. So um, if you got a position to vouch for, like we said, go go ahead and reach out and let us know, and we'll be happy to have you on. Yeah, we certainly enjoy the interactions. That was the best part, I would say, of doing this. And like Ty said, it's kind of challenging and difficult to do so, but not impossible. So we're up to making it work and making it happen. So you'll have that to look forward to. Again, follow our social media pages to stay up to date with that, and we'll get a bracket release sometime next week, and we'll start picking them one by one and see what comes out on top. So with that, I think we're good for this edition, Ty. Is there anything else I'm missing? 
I don't know that there is. Just continue to, like we said, just reach out. We love your interactions. Um, love people. Um, just listening to our content. We that's why we do it is for the people and just um, don't be strangers. We we're, it's going to be a little bit more difficult now, uh, obviously, because we can't really go out and see people. But uh, we still love to interact with people and would. Uh, really like to hear from you guys absolutely yeah and one last time congrats to both tennis teams on the seasons that they had and should be fun watching them moving forward this has been the 10th edition of the unw flock talk podcast we thank you for listening uh and as always we'll have one again next week same time and place it'll be released at noon on saturday you can find us on spotify as well as our website and apple music as well or apple podcasts excuse me uh With that, we'll see you next time on the UNW Flock Talk podcast. Thanks for listening.